0: here's why i did not go to work today thursday such a crazy lazy day it's true though i'm not working today
1: (laughs) international harry nelson fan richard templeman everybody (laughs) richard do you know who harry nelson is
0: um when i saw his face on the cover of the album Sandman. I did recognize him and then when his voice came on it sounded a little iconic but I did not know him before realizing today that he did that song Thursday. Here's why I did not go to work today.
1: Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen.
0: And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every
1: weekday as we talk about what's streaming what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's Let's chit chat. -chat. I've never heard that Thursday song before. I have a passing familiarity with Harry Nilsson. I won't claim to be a huge fan, but probably his most famous song is, I think it's just called Everybody's Talking, which is like, everybody's talking about me don't understand a single word they say only the troubles of my mind yeah. which is on the Forrest gump soundtrack
0: oh makes sense That's and very... then
1: my favorite harry nelson song is jump into the fire
0: well don't jump into the fire gretchen
1: which is a seven minute long song that has a great it has a great bass solo and it has a great drum solo and then I famously starred in a student-made video of the Harry Nilsson song, I'll Never Leave You, playing someone's dead wife.
0: You did that?
1: Yeah. It's on YouTube.
0: Wow. I'm, well, now we need to look that up. Wow.
1: If our daily chit-chatters want to see me uh, sing a song in fast motion, that then gets turned into slow motion on the tape playing the ghost of a woman i'm excited look for it yeah i also want to note that there's a jim croce song called thursday something i recently learned about our dear friend sid is he's a huge jim croce fan (laughs) okay go figure (laughs) but only but only like the sad, slow songs and not the novelty songs about tough men, so I don't know what kind of <laughs> I don't know what kind of Jim Croce song Thursday is if it's a tough song or if it's a sad, wistful song.
0: Yeah. We'll have to figure that one out. But hey, we did our homework. We might have dropped the ball yesterday on Wednesday and made up a Wednesday Adams wrap that I found and put at the end of the episode, so we're covered legally. It's fine.
1: <laughs> our contractual obligation to the calendar.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which the um the console wars guys that we did an episode mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back about they tweeted me and i had not they like dropped spicy. into my dms and i did not read it but they were basically like yeah very spicy they were like oh by the way where did you get that song of our theme song of console wars and i'm like oh i just went on youtube and i looked up console wars uh word i'm looking for console wars cover and it was a fan of theirs who was just playing their theme song on a guitar oh wow and i was like oh that'll sound good so they recognized their theme song and they're like who did that i'm like youtube fan so we're all your fans now
1: uh this is a bit of a tangent but i have to say one of the one of the sexiest guitar things I ever saw was some guy playing the Ion Springfield theme on his electric guitar. <laughs> and I was like, that's a cool dude. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah.
0: You're like, I'm yeah. into that. I love it. I saw another tweet on the Twitter saying hey, the best thing about Console Wars, the CBS all access documentary, is I discovered the Console Wars YouTube channel and they tweeted about it. And I'm like, that's how I found them. So, you know, everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's all Rose, all Rose, no thorn for those Console War guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. We wish them all the best. All right, tangent over.
1: This tangent, this tangent is getting into all the nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. Richard, my sister messaged me to let me know that in our anchor ad that we do, she loves it when you're like, the podcast goes into all sorts of places I didn't even know about, or something like that.
0: <laughs> as if it's like a sexual thing. It hits all the places that I never I just discovered. thought of it as
1: like our p- Like our podcast is like a goo and it's just like (laughs) that podcast goo. It's getting everywhere. Right. Goo
0: or like the sand from the beach. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that I'd still be
1: (laughs) discovering sand all over my, you know, my inner kneecap. The worst one is when there's, when you find out there's like sand in your inner ear and then you're like, what is this doing? (laughs) Oh.
0: Yeah, you're like, did I grow this? Where did
1: that go? <laughs> Am I making a pearl? Okay, so uh, I brought you all here today to not reveal a murderer, but to talk about a new show. So... No way. Yeah, back in, back in the time when we were like, oh, this pandemic is pretty serious. Are there going to be any new shows to watch this fall? And the consensus was like, nope. There's gonna be no new shows to watch this fall. Mm-hmm. Well, there is there are new shows coming out.
0: Yeah. Where where'd they come
1: from? And one of them, though, is like a new new show. It's not even like new episodes of a already existing show. This show, it's on Fox. If you have Hulu, you can watch it the next day on Hulu. It's called Filthy Rich. Ooh. It is a fun kind of soapy nighttime drama. And the two stars are Kim Cattrall and Gerald McRaney. Have I sold you yet? We love. Uh, I'm
0: sold by Kim Mm -hmm. Cattrall alone. Star Trek alumni as well as Sex and the City. Come on. Kim Cattrall was on Star Trek? Yeah, Star Trek 6, the Undiscovered Country. She played a Vulcan.
1: Oh, she didn't play a mannequin.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Deep mm-hmm. deep dive mannequin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about so,
1: that. So, yes, the I'll give you like a quick, and I guess it's um an Americanized version of a New Zealand show. I have not done any investigating into the New Zealand show. But the, the quick breakdown of it is Kim oh. Cattrall, Gerald McRaney, they are a married couple, and they live in... Nolins, oh, nice. And they run and are the the figureheads of the stars of a Christian network. So it's a television network that all day long broadcasts Christian programming and Kim Cattrall's character has her own show, a talk show, and then we learn like in the first 5 minutes of the of the episode of the pilot that their network has been on the air for twenty five years, and they're celebrating that and they have these two adult children, and they're getting ready to launch even like this new big next phase in their empire, which is a uh, like a shopping distribution kind of thing. It sounds like it's kind of like a online version of Costco, and they're saying that they guarantee. That, like, everyone involved mm-hmm. in the anything having to do with what you're going to buy, they're Christian as well. So they're saying, like, you can feel good knowing that, like, you won't be compromising your values or your morals if you buy from our, our new uh, retail wing that we're going to be launching soon. Oh, okay. So then, within the first five uh 10 minutes of the episode then though you see Gerald McRaney's character is on their private jet and the jet crashes oh no and yeah so
0: i assume he probably passes away and he was one of the stars of the show
1: so then you learn again this all happens very quickly so it's like the premise of the show i'm not spoiling anything yeah, but,
0: hashtag not really a spoiler, it's in the trailer.
1: Yes, that he was stepping out on Kim Control, has fathered three other children with three different women, and those children are approximately around oh. the same age, so these are all adult children. So he actually has five adult children, and in his will, he has said, all five of my children equally get equal portions of my estate. So now this is what the show is about is the fallout from this revelation that there were these other children, the dynamics that
0: oh so he was yes very filthy. Yes. And he was rich. Oh that now that is surprise surprise someone who was very religious and maybe a little pious had a
1: secret life. Right, which we have some real life examples of a lot of that going on, especially with the running of your own TV network. Uh, Yeah, a lot of that was going on with the televangelists in the late '80s, early '90s. Mm -hmm. So it's a really fun show. Anybody that's looking for any kind of escape, it's you know, it it definitely falls into that nighttime soap opera uh, genre. But there is enough going on that you are paying attention. I I like it. So filthy rich. There's, uh, I think, three or four episodes have come out so far. I think I've even
0: seen on Hulu the little picture of Kim Cattrall, and I wanted to click on it just because I
1: saw her face. Yeah, she does an. She puts out an amazing performance. She is the matriarch of this family. Her, the rug's been pulled out from under her. She didn't know that her husband had been having these affairs, that her husband had fathered other children. And she's really trying to keep it all together and do what's best for her family. And she puts out a, a great performance. So Filthy Rich, anybody that's looking for something new, a brand new TV show, check it out. Yeah, but anytime you bring up Gerald McRaney, of course his real life wife, Delta Burke, is going to come to mind. So I don't have any uh, anything planned to say other than uh, Delta Burke is amazing. I would love to live my life a little bit more like Delta Burke. She just tells it like it is. She has her perspective and she sticks to her guns. So everybody knows Delta Burke from Designing Women, of course.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Wonderful.
1: But Delta Burke, I recently learned this. Delta Burke starred on another show. She co-starred on this sitcom with David Allen Greer. The show was called Dag. It aired about 20 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and I learned about it from listening to Paula Tompkins' Quarantine podcast that he has with his wife, Janie had Ed Tompkins, their stay-at-home mm-hmm. cast, and <laughs> R. C. of Homekins. yeah, stay of Homekins. There we go. And so this was one of Paul of Tompkins' first big breaks, was being a uh, regular on this show, and you can also find that on YouTube. Oh. Nice. And the premise of the show is that Delta Burke is the first lady of the United States and David Allen Greer is the secret service agent who's been assigned to be the head of her security detail and hilarity ensues.
0: I love that. And David Allen Greer basically can do no wrong in anything that I've seen him in. So it's another like,
1: I, yeah, I know
0: these, if you ha- see good people, you can almost assuredly believe that they're in a good project. Like it, it doesn't always work out that way, but when you follow someone's career, usually a hit is a hit and the star is a star.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So something old, Hmm. Dag, something new, filthy wrench, rich, something borrowed, my HBO max subscription. Yeah. And something blue, uh blues clues
0: yep blues clues (laughs) on to which i guess is back which is back on the air i was gonna say with its third host
1: i don't even know who it is but i do know that my niece only likes the new host she's not interested in the original guy oh which is funny because
0: the new host is really good i did watch a clip where the new host (laughs) (laughs) the new host has his little blues clues ipad and he facetimes with he has an Joe. IPad. Yeah, and he facetimes with Joe and Steve, so all of them reunite. Oh, and they are all giving each other advice and like you know passing the baton. So I thought that was really clever and cute to have Steve, Joe, and I forget what the new guy's name is, but he's real, real cool.
1: uh, Does he even wear a striped shirt, or is he too cool for stripes? Uh,
0: I think it's like the idea of a striped shirt, but it has like boxes on it. I, it's like the same idea.
1: It's the it's the gastro pub foam of the idea of a stripe. Yeah,
0: you get the yeah. If we're on Project Runway, we would be like, I see the influence, I see it,
1: make it work. You're great. Alright, well, um, I guess Richard and I are gonna have an off air conversation about what led him to <laughs> watching clips of blues blues. <laughs> Alright. Is it a ad? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Alright.
0: Goodbye everybody. Goodbye and happy Thursday.